Welcome back to Sirius Channel 312. This is the seminar. I'm your host each week. I'm guiding you through the seminar. I am Professor Alan J.F. Butts. <laughs> this week, we're discussing <laughs> neocolonial post-gender Anglican pickle studies. And I'm joined... <laughs> With my, I'm joined with a very special guest. <laughs> Professor, <laughs> please identify yourself to the audience. I have absolutely nothing. <laughs> what was your name again? <laughs> Give it to me one more time. Professor Alan J.F. Butts. <laughs> Pete. J.F. Butts? B-U-T-Z. Author of Soy, America's Most Erotic Import. (laughs) Oh, I I got nothing, man. I'm so scared. I'm folding. folding. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in Bard to Death history, we have have a stump. You stumped me. We got our first stump. We'll put that one on the scorecard. You got me on that one, man. I, I literally panicked and I've disappeared and I vaporized. Just, <laughs> I just disappeared in my. You you left Professor Allen with nothing. I could not stop laughing about your name. There were too many. There were so many <laughs> letters. Just his parents are hyphenated. They got married to someone hyphenated. It's it's a disaster. What was the pickle study again? That was pretty funny. Post colonial, uh, neo colonial, post gender Anglican pickle studies. It's my it's my niche expertise. It's what I was given tenure at uh, the university for. It's what they know me for. I love it. Oh, well um, done there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is not serious. XM three twelve, the seminar. This is Bart to Death. Bart to Death is a weekly storytellers podcast where each week we gather around and tell some stories. We got some interesting things in the pipeline. We got some other stories coming your way. So be on the lookout for those. They mm-hmm. they may just pop up in your feed. I'm going to be looping in some some listeners. So uh, I like it. Um, today, Colin is our bard. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, uh, we returned to normal and just kind of we're doing some one-off stories for you here. No series, no themes. I told the ghost story and Colin is about to tell a story that I have never heard. Um, he told me like a mood and then a title for it. And I <laughs> am very intrigued. I have absolutely no idea what it is. Call anything we need to know before we jump right in? No, sir. I'm ready. The floor is yours, my no-name co-host. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to go old school on this story. Um, literally, I'm taking you to one of my old schools. We're headed back to Knox Junior High. I've recently, um, I've been in North Carolina for five years. Uh, listeners, Ryan and I are from Texas, uh, although Ryan um, spent a good amount of time in Connecticut. Ryan, junior high is not a thing in North Carolina. Say what? Junior high, that term does not exist Junior in the North Carolina public school system. It's intermediate school, intermediate which is sixth through eighth. 
Sounds Elementary. like you're in trouble. Intermediate yeah. school. Ew. Yeah, well, you got they, sent well, to intermediate we, school. We had intermediate school too in Texas, but but the really it was called middle school, right? Yeah, that's what we had. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, in Texas elementary one through four, middle uh, five six, junior high seven eight, high school nine through twelve. In North Carolina, Ryan, elementary one through five, uh, intermediate six through eight, high mm. school nine through twelve. Kind of blew my mind when I first heard that. <laughs> I don't quite understand it. I've got like a Chinese abacus. I'm like doing the beads. I'm like, now where does now where does middle school start? I've never heard somebody refer to it as a Chinese abacus. I've what just, is it called? I've just only ever heard it called an abacus. I like that you gave us the you know the origin. That's great. As opposed to a Ukrainian abacai. Yeah, <laughs> that was my question. Are there other abacai? <laughs> TBD on that. So um, Knox Junior High for me, you know. North Carolinians, other states, if you don't understand what junior high is, I'm so sorry. That was like such a seminal, it was like preparing for high school, like seventh and eighth grade. Um, would you, you also move around a little bit more because you go elementary mm. into, you know, two years intermediate, middle school, two years junior high, four years high school. Yeah. And can then, I actually get a quick? Um, sure. I remember I was in fifth grade elementary mm-hmm. playing on a soccer team with sixth graders because mm-hmm. uh, I was really good. Um, <laughs> Actually, no, it was just mixed. And the sixth grader goes, what grade are you in? His name was Justin. I said, yeah, I'm at Farmingville, so fifth. He's like, oh, I'm at Eastridge, sixth. Mm. Cool. He goes, yeah, they don't baby you like in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Justin. They don't baby you like they did nine months ago with me. <laughs> you pretty so much good. do whatever you want. I jewel yeah. during I, class. I jewel during <laughs> class. Oh, my God. It's geography. Oh, I it's, can't see the globe. It's all so different. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. No, that's hilarious. So, and then I actually, Ryan, I went to a ninth grade campus because the high, this is before our high school was open. The second high school in town was opened. It was so crowded that they literally had a ninth grade freshman campus that was only for freshmen. So I just was moving around schools constantly. There was one school, one period of time called Knox Junior High, seventh and eighth grade. These things became popular when we were there. Um, we called them pen shooters. I don't know if this was something that was like outside of my school or if this was like a Knox Junior High in like the Woodlands, Texas phenomenon. I, I really don't know. I haven't done any research on pen shooters, but let me give you the anatomy of, of what this was. It was essentially like a souped up um, uh, spitball. Right, you remember spitballs like spit wad? Sure. Like yeah, like a little like saliva and a little piece of napkin, throw it in a straw, you shoot it at your buddy. Um, you accidentally inhale before exhaling <laughs> and you suck it down. You do it wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, College ruled. <laughs> the kid you were gonna hit has to help Heimlich you. Um, <laughs> it's a whole thing. So pen shooters were you you would take a mechanical we called them pen shooters, but you needed pencils to do it. Mechanical pencils. What are these things? So you took a mechanical pencil like mechanical pencil like the like the BIC pencil that had like the point point five, point seven lead or whatever. You know the yeah. ones that with like the you click the eraser. Oh yeah. You would um disassemble the, the pencil. So you inside you had like the lead, you had a little spring, you had like the little device that pushed down. You took these like parts you um, got scissors or a knife and you would cut the top of the tube off. Um, you would then reassemble with like without the lead, no lead, um, the spring, the little tube that held the lead, the eraser. And then you would take an Aerosoft, 
um, something called these like pellets or airsoft um, oh, pellet, the like the little yellow yeah. balls. Yeah, that you shot like with your little um, essentially like BB guns, but not as harmful. Um, the millennial version of BB guns, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and you would press this like pencil, this tube onto the little pellet and you'd press it on and it would like hold it in place. Then you'd, then you'd hold it up and you'd take your thumb and you'd press on your thumb and this little pellet would like shoot out of this thing at like a high speed. Good Lord. This is like, yeah. So this became like a thing. It, Knox Junior High, where you're shooting each other with these things. A hundred percent. The person, the the sixth, like the sixth grader who invented this, his name was Dylan, and he kept his riddle in, in like a Darth Vader <laughs> Pez dispenser. <laughs> who who created this contraption, dude? I have no idea, but little engineer. When it ex- when it was explained to me in seventh grade, and I saw one in action, and I saw like I got hit with one or something, I think, and I was like, <laughs> you didn't even know was- what it was. Yeah, I was like, was that an airsoft gun? Like, what was that? And then it's like someone has a mechanical pencil that this, like he had like, yeah, like he had like MacGyvered into some sort of a shooter. It was the coolest thing. Like as a seventh grader, I think I was 13, like it blew my mind open. Can you imagine if kids would like funnel that energy into like real productive engineering (laughs) education? (laughs) Exactly. So naturally I go, I convince my mom to take me to Walmart we, and I get a giant pack of mechanical pencils. And what'd you tell her they were for? <laughs> School. I mean, they're pencils. <laughs> Brian's like, what What scheme did you devise? I told her they were pencils. <laughs> like, she didn't know. Um, I she think I, now. I think I, we didn't have, we, we grew up with like uh, paintball and like airsoft guns and stuff, but yeah. I, I don't think I had them at this time, but like I got, I convinced her to like, let me get one or I, I got maybe some, fr- some pellets from a friend. I don't know. Remember how I got the pellets exactly. So I go home and I make like 15 of these things. Oh my God. <laughs> I go just way overboard. I just went straight into the just deep end way of the pool. too quickly, way too quickly. I, I figure out how to make like 15 of these. Um, so this is, where, this is where you're going to make fun of me. I know I already know you are. Yeah. I'm uh, going to start making fun of you now. <laughs> I had asked for a label maker <laughs> for Christmas. So I'm, Wait, that I'm was a bit your of, big, <laughs> you can a, get anything you want. I'm a bit of a nerd. Uh, I really wanted office supplies as a kid. <laughs> It's just the truth. I'm just going to own it. Do what with? I'm just really organized. I'm like an organized person. That's true. That's actually true. And I just uh, really wanted a label maker when I was like 10. And I think my dad had one and I just thought it was the coolest thing. And so I would just label things around the house. Like I would just run around the house um, and label things. So naturally I make 15 of these mechanical pencils. I'm like, well, I have a lot here. The demand at our school, our junior high is high right now. These things are hot. Sure. I should sell them. The total cost for the project, little entrepreneur, right? The little I'm, yeah. think, I'm thinking of taking the idea to Shark Tank. Total cost of the endeavor was like five bucks. Arms, so, middle school arms dealer. Yeah. <laughs> total cost is five bucks. Um, I sell them for three bucks a pop. I got 15. That's $45, right? That's like a serious markup. So, but with my new products, I want them to know who sold them, who created them and who they can come back to, to buy another. So I take my label maker and I write Colin bear onto it and I print it out 15 times and I attach my name to these pencils. Right. Yeah. Naturally. Oh gosh. What a terrible idea. (laughs) I put them all in a Ziploc bag 
and I'm ready for, I'm ready to drive the demand up on the, you know, I'm, I'm ready to ride this wave. I'm going to buy, mm-hmm. buy low, sell high. Um, I go to school the next day. I sell a few of these to kids. Kids want them, man. They're How are like, you soliciting buyers? Black market? <laughs> Just like waiting in the bathroom all day. <laughs> Just, I have like a trench coat. They're like hanging like sundials. I don't know. Um, Dude, I mean, why are you in the girls' bathroom? (laughs) They were so popular. I can't tell you. Like, there was just this weird craze with these things. Sure. In my school, I mean, listeners, if this, if you are know at all what I'm talking, I've never talked with another human being about this story. If you know at all what I'm talking about or remember this, please, please, please email us, DM us, whatever. Like, tell us your story with these things. And and if if you called them pen shooters, you guys called them something different. But so basically, first day I have these things, I sell like a couple of them. I'm, I'm, yeah. How did I get the word out? Uh, with my loud mouth, I just tell everybody <laughs> about them, and I'm in the hallway. I'm telling someone about them. Teacher walks up. I'm naturally. Like, oh, great. Yeah, we outlawed these last week. These are. He wants to buy one. <laughs> He's trying to get another teacher with it. Pew pew. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh, great. And, and I knew that they were, uh, they, it was contraband. I knew that. Like, yeah. I was told, like, my buddy Jordan was like, you can't, don't show anyone these. And I was like, yeah, totally. And then immediately the next day, he just was stalked. The first cute girl. <laughs> hey, Trisha. <laughs> Trisha, check out my stash. Uh, everyone else is cool. Get they away have, from me, loser. They have, like, weed and, like, cool things. And I'm like, check out my pen shooters. They're all labeled with my name. <laughs> I'm going to be single forever. You just um, like shoot one. You shoot yourself in the eye. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> cracks uh, the glasses. Casualty of being successful. Am I right? Uh, uh, battle scar. Cr- cracks the glasses. Like Ralphie in a Christmas story. <laughs> there was an icicle. You'll shoot your eye out. Um, so this teacher swipes my stash. It's super embarrassing. He's like, you know, these are not allowed, right? And he's like, oh, I wonder who made these. Cause it's, he's looking at my name and the label. Oh, so he takes me to um, Mark. I'm not going to say last name. We're not going to do last names. Well, how did he know? How did this teacher? This principal. Hold on a sec, bud. The principal of the school was the principal at our high school, and he still is. Oh, um, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Mark is his first name. Yeah. And he's still currently the principal of our high school, but he moved with me. Like the year that I moved to high school, he moved with me. He's keeping an eye on you. And no joke, he was our principal in middle school. He literally, we had the same track, me and this principal. So I go to see this principal. Question, I, question. Okay. Is he your boss now? Like, cause at that point it's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> man, he just kept following me. I, we ended up really liking each other. We, I respect his policies. Sure, sure, <laughs> right? sure. sure. Um, I'd vote for him again. You're like, principals don't get voted. You don't um, vote. <laughs> so I go to see him. I think it's like my second visit to the principal's office in my life. Um, which was like pretty freaky. I don't know. Have, have you ever been to the principal's office? Um, no. Yeah. I actually was called there once cause they told me I was going to deliver the eighth grade graduation speech <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't want to do it. So I was like pissed. Oh, great. Yeah. But I was elected <laughs> by my peers. All right. Humble brag there. <laughs> yeah. Eighth grade. I guess it was like a big deal for them, but it wasn't for me. <laughs> okay. I um, went on to bigger speeches. <laughs> so... Um, I go to Marky Mark's office and <laughs> he didn't like that name. <laughs> he didn't like it at all. And, um, I'm like, yo, funky bunch. What's up? <laughs> okay. Marky Mark and the funky bunch. No laughs. No, nah, no. Um, 
And he looks at the bag of contraband, the pen shooters. Of course, I tell him they're not mine. Uh, I've labeled all of them. I think there was like 12 or 13 left in the bag. And he's like, yeah, you labeled these, son. (laughs) I'm like, ah, dang, you got me. Um, And I get detention for the first time in my life. Whoa. Breakfast club. I get Saturday detention. Breakfast club. (laughs) It's breakfast club, dude. You're the princess. Of course I'm 13. (laughs) No, I'm freaking Emilio Estevez just rocking it. Letterman jacket. Um, (laughs) I'm 13. I've literally done, like, I've never been in detention. Goody two shoes. I'm goody two shoes, like... Clearly not. Like I'd made this pen. Like I, you know, I was like a class clown. Like I joked around a lot. I've, been, I've you know, I've been to the principal's office before. Not with this principal, but when I was a kid, like you know, in elementary school. Yeah. So I get Saturday detention for the first time in my life. Saturday detention is going to be from like seven to eleven on a Saturday morning. I don't know why. They keep, I don't know why they don't have like a brunch set up. Like <laughs> it's not like a brunch option for Saturday. Why do they always do Saturday detention? At 7 a.m. Should be like Catholic mass. There's like an early and then there's a later one. Yeah. Like give the people some of the noon one. Yeah. I'd be much more inclined to come back if there was (laughs) a more flexible plan. Um, Video conference, (laughs) some sort of virtual. Some Skype. Um, So Saturday, you know, detention's brutal because this detention, you couldn't work on anything. What? You couldn't, you couldn't work. There's like, you literally had to just sit. Oh, I was 13. It's 7 a.m. And I'm just sitting for four hours. Like, it's, and I'm at school on a Saturday. It's the worst. Right. Who else is there? I don't like five kids, like kids that I, I was like, I was the, I, I was Anthony Michael Hall in breakfast club. Right. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like I should not have been there. I, I was, you know, I have a swimsuit on. <laughs> Let me explain. I roll into detention, 7 a.m. I have a swimsuit on because at 10.30 a.m., the band, yes, I was in the band. <laughs> the label making, <laughs> making gets worse. Uh, I was in, I played percussion and band and would eventually do drum line in high school. But we were going that Saturday to Splashtown. Oh, no. <laughs> Splash Town, Ryan knows, is like this amazing when you're a kid, yeah, water park with like this lazy river and all these rides. And as you get a little older, you realize there's like band-aids in the lazy river and the oh, rides yeah. are like a little sketchier than they should be. Like someone died on the Texas Freefall, no joke. Yeah. Um I think I don't know if he actually died, but I know one kid fell off and like was like seriously injured. It's like a free fall. Um anyway, this water park was our band was, it was like the one day a year we all went to the water park. So of course I want to go to that detention lets out at 11 AM. Okay. The bus leaves at 10 30. Oh, <laughs> so herein lies Take my, an Uber? Di- herein lies my dilemma as a 13 year old. Like how do we make this work? It's like one of my best friends, Nathan, not going to do last names. I'm really tempted to, but cause this is a, he's just, this is just like a great friend story. Great friend. Moment. Yeah is in plays percussion and, you know, drums in the, you know, uh, junior high band as well. Mm. And he's like, dude, don't worry about it. I got you. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I got it. He's like, I- I'm going to stall. I'm like, you're going <laughs> to, st- <laughs> our entire band is taking multiple school buses to oh, splash no. town. And Nathan says he's going to stall. And I'm just like, you know what, dude? I believe in you so much that I'm wearing my swimsuit to detention. And as soon as it's out, I'm there. It's a good friend. It's a great friend. 
And uh, I don't know the specifics of this because it's kind of a blur. This is like so long ago now. But what I remember is that he uh, very effectively delayed this school bus through a number of tactics. Um, Like there were three or four school buses and he knew he only had to delay one. Right. Right. So he starts by like forgetting something in the band hall, like the band room or whatever. Uh, Like he forgets his jacket or something, you know, and he's like, goes back. So he buys a couple minutes there and then he gets on, he fakes like a, like he's going to vomit like a stomach, <laughs> like a stomach ache. Right. Like he's not feeling well again. Like I really need to hear his side of this. I haven't talked about this story. With you got to shoot him years. a text. I know I need answer. to, I need to, um, there's just all these like different, just like, I just feel like they're like ancient war tactics in my mind. Like, yeah. Like just ways to like, smoke in a tribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like a drum circle. He's made some, yeah. And he, and he made it in his kitchen with like, <laughs> you know, like, um, like a muddler, <laughs> like some sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then eventually it gets to where, uh, our band instructor who no joke, just like principal Mark, um, literally followed me like from elementary school to high school, like the same track. So she was like my band instructor for like 12 years. And he was my principal for like 12 years. And I mean, you know, like Connor ISD is a huge renowned public school system. And it's like the fact that they were like on the, on the same tenure. It's so weird. You know, it's like, so not only did I have friends that were on the same track, but like I had like a couple teachers and a principal that were on the same track as me. And it's a massive town, right? Makes sense. You kind of graduate, you move I to guess. a bigger school. Yeah. Teachers want to get, uh, you know, promos. Yeah. I guess I'm like pitching it like it's a cure for cancer and I don't understand it. It's really, yeah, they're getting promoted. <laughs> um, but coincidentally, so anyway, so she kind of knows, uh, Nathan and I's like MO, like our tactics We're yeah. jo- we're jokesters, you know, we're always pranking people. Um, <laughs> you, like we thought we were cool because we were like in the band but we would like prank people in the band it's just it's just not great we're <laughs> nerds just, we're just losers um and he eventually uh now it's like 10 50 and i'm like i'm in the home so stretch. close my feet i'm like in this desk but my feet are like shaking you know like you're doing the, the, yeah doing the kid shake with the legs just ready to ride you're drumming on the desk <laughs> <laughs> Quite down back there. Yes, sir. Um, I'm literally staring. I'm not even kidding. I'm staring at a mechanical pencil right now. This is... I'm just, I'm just, I'm just this. Ooh, it still has like chew marks. This one's no joke. It's from seventh grade. I've, that's just teleported from Texas. No way. I'm not even kidding. It's like cracked. This is old. This is straight up from the 90s. All right. So, so pen 15 on it. Um, <laughs> straight from the 90s. It was like, what, 2002 when I was in seventh grade. So I, I, I make it outside. No joke. It's like 11.01. I am sprinting as fast as I possibly can. And sure. I look like such a dweeb. I've, I have like a Knox like junior high shirt with like the sleeves cut off. What um, kind of bathing suit? Because I, I, um, I was in football. I played football. And it's yeah, like a Hawaiian, like a cheap Hawaiian print. <laughs> it had to be. And then like, s- and then sneakers with socks, which like who wears on the kid that's wearing sneakers and socks with the... Bathing suit. To the water park. To the water park. He like doesn't 
wear the flip flops because I knew I needed speed and I needed power for this like five minutes. Exactly, thing. sure. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even, I don't even have time for the like, and that's, Adidas that's why you got a funnel cake at the water park <laughs> for speed and power. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a chili dog? And, uh, they like, they look down at my shoes. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no flip, no flip flops allowed. Um, are you a dad named Bill? And I, <laughs> I have a fanny pack on. I kid you not. I come outside of the school to find Miss, I can't say her name, our band instructor, screaming at Nathan, oh. <laughs> who the bus is still there. Like, I, he did it. I want to say He's, I did it. He, I made it and he did it. Faking an exorcism. <laughs> I, <laughs> I kid you not, Rye. He is laying down in the street in front of the bus. <laughs> He's like a civil rights it's, activist. It's like, just, you'll have to run me over. He just resorted to the most like basic yeah, core protest. instinct, just the fetal position. He just he just silently and slowly walked himself off the bus and laid down in the street to where <laughs> they couldn't leave. Like he was having a mental break, is like what they thought. <laughs> And as soon as he sees me, he just hops up and he's like, let's go <laughs> fire up the engine. I'm good. And like, yeah. Like slaps, you know, the band instructor on the back. He's like, I'm ready to roll. If you are, um, bus drivers just on the brink of, you know, Chris collapse. Farley, Chris yeah, Farley Chris, and Billy Madison. Chris Farley. <laughs> good. Everyone's I'll, on the bus. I'll <laughs> turn this bus around so quick. That'll end your precious field trip. <laughs> That's so good. And, um, bro, we made it to Splashtown. And uh, despite Saturday detention for this stupid crime, Nathan, uh, he saved the day, man. And we made it. And it was glorious. This is like pre when you realized what Splashtown actually was. Yeah. And like what you were like swimming in all day. And yeah, yeah, we just, uh, we hit the wave pool. We hit the giant bucket that dumps on you. We did the Texas free fall. Like your back gets a little too chafed. (laughs) You're sunburned. Oh, sure. Instantly fried. It was awesome, man. Get a um, a diaper in your face. (laughs) That's the story of uh, my buddy, Nathan, and just the lengths he went to, to uh, delay a bus for half an hour. So I could go. I have, you have to get in touch with him and get his side of what he did. Yes, and I'm, I would be fascinated to hear what his side of this story Please. is, and I need to know more about his tactics and how he did this, or if it was a half hour, or 35 minutes, or 15 minutes, but I don't remember yeah. the exact schematics, but... Please, please, please. <laughs> uh, that'll be a micro story, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Isn't that um, great, man? <laughs> that's a great story. A few that, follow-ups. Yeah, it sounds like I'm just tooting my own horn. Wasn't that a great story? Wasn't that so good? No, I was saying like Nathan, man, he he did it. No, 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 that was super cool. And I have a question about that. Okay. I have three questions. Um, to follow up, that's a fantastic story. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, actually, it's this weird. is not one of my questions. This is like more of a logistical question. Was there an option for like? the bus to leave and your mom just to take you like mom, I messed up. Can you just take me? Mm -hmm. I don't want to miss out on this big thing. Man, that's a great question. Uh, I honestly don't think so. She wasn't going to do it. She wasn't going to reward you. No, I think like the school rules were like, if you go on the bus, you leave on the bus. Yeah. Um, I think she could have dropped me off and then maybe picked me up. But for some reason that wasn't an option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 
schools, yeah, school field trips are like that. It's like you got to yeah. be registered and paid mm-hmm. and you go through us. Exactly. Yeah. You cannot, like leaving a school field, like that was like a crime, I remember. Yeah. With like, yeah, you, you go in the way you came out on every school field trip. Very yeah, strict. Sense. This um, was also, I think, what, the year after 9-11? Sure. No joke. And the I do remember the field trips getting more stringent. Oh, absolutely. Um, when you made the pens, the pen shooters, <laughs> was there an element here besides the entrepreneurial thread? Was there an element of like cool factor? Like you wanted to up your, you wanted to level up on the social ladder. Like, were you trying to sell to, um, the popular kids? Were you trying to get in? Um, cause, <laughs> cause I, when I think of that age, I think of it kind of being the worst point in your life because all mm-hmm. you want to do is conform and be cool like yeah. you have no it's even in high school you start to have a sense of like even now <laughs> yeah but 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 middle school is the worst you have your least mm-hmm. perspective and you're most socially conscious yeah everyone's body is exploding and changing and there's hormones everywhere it's horrible Just exploding imploding it's like <laughs> yeah it's it's um what, what was the cool factor here or what did that factor into your little seventh grade mind yeah, so I'm. I said a kid's name was Jordan. Uh, that's sticking somewhere in my mind. I think um, I remember Jordan was like a really cool kid, and I'm pretty sure he was the one that showed me these. So there was definitely an element of not only am I going to be in on this with you, but I'm going to to manufacture these and and sell them and be the yeah. like provide. Like I actually thought I tapped into a long-term sustainable business model (laughs) at 13 that you would die in old age. Like, (laughs) yeah, it turns out it was like the beanie baby fad. (laughs) It it came, there'd be a piece in the wall street journal when you died, like Colin bear innovator visionary. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm doing, yeah. Like I come to school the next day wearing like a black t-shirt and jeans and new balance. (laughs) Just, I'm dressed like Steve Steve, jobs. You just hold up. You just hold up a pen in like a conference room. There's like a spotlight behind me as I hold it up. <laughs> this. Sit down. Take your seat, Mr. Bear. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> the demo's not ready. <laughs> 10,000 songs in your pen shooter. <laughs> Give credit to the pen two team. No, you're a bunch of losers. Um, if you haven't seen the movie Jobs, that will make no sense. Uh, yeah. Second question. I also, when I think of middle school, I think of the immense gravity that fear of punishment holds over you, getting in trouble with your teacher, getting Mm -hmm. caught, passing a note, talking, being late to class, um, doing something that your parents disapproved of Mm -hmm. going to, if I look back, I never went to detention because I was just, I had this godly fear, this fear of heaven and earth of, uh, my parents and my teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did the parents react to this? I know your parents. Um, I know your dad. Uh, <laughs> were they were they like pretty lax, or were they? Was there additional reprimanding happening? Yeah, not as well as I could have. <laughs> um, I think I think my mom was really upset. I do remember my mom being upset. Um, I don't think my dad was. Um, you know, I was a good Baptist boy. You know, it was like Nathan and I were also friends from church. And um, so, yeah, like it it definitely, I do remember thinking like when the, the bag of the pen shooters got picked up, I was like, yeah, I'm in huge trouble. And I definitely had that like fear of God, you know? 
going it's to the principal's office. World shaking fear in your gut. Yeah, and when then he said Saturday detention, I was like, oh. and th- I think that's like the the lure of Breakfast Club too. Is like you think like I'm not one of those kids though. That's like yeah. the, why Molly Ringwald's character is so good. Is she's like I'm not one of you. Like that's yeah. kind of her attitude, right? Um, so is Anthony Michael Hall. Like uh, that that there's like these insiders and outsiders of this Saturday detention club. So it was definitely earth shattering, I would say. Um, yeah. And to be able, and I think I actually, I might've lied to my mom about the f- facts surrounding the field trip, like, <laughs> like the timing of it. Like, Oh no, no, no like this isn't going to fe- interfere with Saturday detention at all. Knowing there was an overlap. Yeah. Um, it was definitely like, I was terrified, but it was also like, I have to, I'm not going to miss splash town with my friends. Like I'm, I'm, I've been getting made fun of for being in band all year long. And for what, if I can't go to splash town for a day day and just, was there there a contingency plan in your mind? Was there any chance I walked out? Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, it was literally, I'm going to walk home, which I could. The school wasn't yeah. that far away. I knew, I'd ridden, I used to ride my bike, um, but it was like, I mean, I, I only wore my swim trunks that day. I didn't pack a change of clothes. I was committed. <laughs> you were you were flying without a parachute. You t- no, nope, really there's was. no crashing. I mean, Nathan really, I really trusted him. This is like goes back to the like, maybe it's like an ignorant trust or like just an innocent, like, you know, youth trust, but it was like, when my friend says I'll delay the boss, you for better or worse, whether or not it's actually going to happen, you just believe him. <laughs> you're like, yeah, definitely you will. And then you come out and you realize he's laying in the middle of the street. This is ridiculous. And it's awesome. Yeah. And, and you celebrate it. The whole bus cheers. Cause I had other yeah. friends. Like I was, we, it was, you know, like I'm not going to say I was really popular in the band, <laughs> the junior high band scene. Right? Sure. The tuba section really enjoyed my humor. <laughs> Big big hit with the oboes. <laughs> Alto saxes were all over me, man. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a it damn was, violinist, though. <laughs> no, that's orchestra. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> so if a hybrid that, band, orchestra. They were like the stuck-up kids. We were like <laughs> we were like the instruments of the people. They were the so kids silly. of Professor Allen Butts. <laughs> exactly. Uh, does that answer well, your question? You no, know, it does. And, and this transitions nicely into my third question, which I got to figure out how to word it. Mm-hmm. Hearing. You talk about Nathan delay and um and destroy really just destroy the plans of the bus leaving on time. I I I'm trying to think of like the I'm thinking does is this something that dies with childhood? This pure like undying loyalty between friends is it is it because it's like pre-romance it hasn't been corrupted by like love or romance yet. So all you have are your friends and you don't have a job like. Your friends are, are truly it, and therefore loyalty is pure. I'm trying to think of like the adult analog of what Nathan did for you. Is it like helping your friend move or taking them to the airport? Like, I'm trying to think of these. No, no, way more than that. As an adult version, yeah. right? Yeah, I can't think of. It, it would be like co-signing on a house. I like think. I'm gonna put my name down with you for a mortgage. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Honestly, it was like uh, yeah. The I guess maybe yeah. I mean, because I think the moving and the adult thing is like. You don't want to do it, but you show up, you know, it's like, it's not real ultimately a big deal. Um, I really think it's was more, yeah, on that par of, uh, (laughs) 
I, I also just love the irony of like one of my closest oldest friends is like the, my co-host on this podcast being like, is this something that just dies with childhood? I'm like, well, we're not so, friends anymore. Some, some of it survives. Um, nah, no, <laughs> sorry, no. I thought that was just, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I just mean, um, I get this, it. Yeah. This kind of, this like very kind of, uh, dramatic theatrical, like <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes there's no compromise here. That seems very middle school to me. For sure. In the in the best way. And I wonder what what the example is in adulthood of it. Um I guess maybe there just aren't that many opportunities, but but I don't know. It's really what is it about middle school that that brings it out of us? Yeah, man, that's so good. Well, yeah, and I was just even thinking like it's like one of those ages where you kind of like tolerate your family a little bit, which sounds bad. No, it's like, because you can't understand. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like you're like rebelling a little bit with the fam, but like your friends like beca- start to be- feel like your family a little bit, you know, like yeah. there's like more and more sleep, you know, you're like getting into the age of like sleepovers and like video games and then you start talking about girls or significant others or whatever, you know, and yeah. it just becomes like yeah, there's definitely like and school gets harder, you know, school gets harder and the, it's so early. Like school's so early and, and then you get your first job and it really becomes like this trench warfare kind of scenario where you're all kind of like mm. in this trench together, just trying to like have fun in the midst Survive of- Survive the shelling. Exactly, exactly. And got mustard gas, pop quiz. <laughs> and as you, yeah, because you don't have any autonomy really. Like yeah. there's no freedom of speech in school, you know, and then like you, you, you get older and you start to have more autonomy and those, those friendships I think weaken because you're, the trench isn't as bad maybe. I don't know. You have more freedom. Yeah, I don't know if they weaken, but they certainly don't produce the same type of of camaraderie. Like, mm-hmm. there's, you're right to say you don't have agency, and so you're just kind of like barreled down, huddling together while you're getting shelled. Exactly. And then the, they order you to run against the machine guns, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and that's that's life until it's not. And now we're free to like walk around the forest and exactly still have fun, but there's some sense of uh of kind of unity and like shared suffering or perceived suffering really mm. shared perceived suffering that's gone yeah and and I'll say too like uh, you know and I I had a number of close friends growing up but Nathan was particularly close because we went to youth group and church together so like Wednesday nights and Sundays we were together um yeah. we were both in the band and then in the drum line together so you have like this after school, you know, thing together. Um, and then we went to the same school. So sometimes we have classes together. Um, you know, we obviously live near each other if we were zoned for the same public school. So there was just like a lot of FaceTime, you know, he was like one of those friends where, which like when you get older, those you're not in class anymore. You're not, you know, um, but dude, yeah, I will never forget coming out and, I was I I think I, I was truly shocked that that the bus was still there. Yeah, like I think I knew deep down like it wasn't going to work. Yeah, um, and I was just going to walk home with like a dry swimsuit. <laughs> yeah, no towel. Um, and he did it, man. Stop at the Shell station. I think for I, some I think chocolate I, tacos. Yeah, yeah, I think I said like he freaking did it. Like, like <laughs> you even he, said freaking. He freaking did it, dude. You know, we were just and then like and the, it made Splashtown the greatest Splashtown trip I've ever had. Of course, because I wasn't supposed to be there. I didn't deserve to be there. He freaking did it, and then like the John Hughes eighties <laughs> eighties movie like music plays. <laughs> Remember you. Hey, 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 hey. 
Don't you forget about me. <laughs> exactly. I, made, I got the I fist pump still frame. <laughs> I went pretty Pearl Jam on that one. <laughs> that was pretty heavy. Forget heavy-y. about me. <laughs> um, why'd you tell this story? I loved it. Um, what brought Ooh. it to mind? Is it something you think about often? Interesting question. Uh, I like that question. Um, I've never... No, 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 no. I ne- haven't thought about this story in at least 10 years. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not even story. kidding. I have a document of uh, just a notepad of stories that I've been writing down and trying to remember for, for bar to death for the pod. And this was not on it. And literally today, as I was looking through the notepad, um, I just, th- I just clicked. Like, I think, I think it was six flags. I have another story about six flags and I just thought, Oh man, splash town. That was the greatest thing as a kid. And then it just popped right in my head and I had buried it in the archives. Whoa. And, um, I was like, that's it. That's my story. It's <sighs> a great story, <laughs> man. Um, I look forward to the follow up. Um, I think, uh, it was really, uh, well told, nice narrative arc. I, I like the kind of time transport. I don't really dwell much in my head in my middle school years either. Um, most listeners probably don't either, but it's a really fascinating time. It's not particularly enjoyable, but it's mm-hmm. still kind of special. It's when you're becoming socially conscious and mm-hmm. like it's when Forrest Gump breaks out of his like um, braces. Leg braces. Yeah. yeah, and he's like just struggling to run, but you're running. And as long as you're staying on your two feet. And you just need that buddy to say run, Forrest, run. You, you need Jenna. <laughs> yeah, you need, yeah, <laughs> nice. Nice pronunciation. And uh, yeah, this was a fantastic story. Um, any other concluding thoughts? No, man, I appreciate that. It's a, it, was, it was fun to, to go back there. I'm, I, as you said, I, I think I should definitely reach out to Nathan and yeah. get some of his side of this, and we'll share that with you guys. And um, if, you, if you've ever been to the principal's office, please tell us why. I, make me feel better. I've been twice. Um, I'll tell the other story another time, but if you've ever been... Email us, uh, DM us, you know, hit us up. Tell us, tell us your story. Please do. Um, thanks so much, listeners. We'll uh, catch you next week. Here comes that outro music. back next Monday with a fresh story that you won't want to miss. So don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or our website, barredtodeath.com. And if you're really vibing us, consider writing us a review in the iTunes store. Have a story of your own that you'd like to share with Ryan and I? Email it to us at connect at barredtodeath.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Our outro music is graciously provided by Ryan's band, We Are Tall Boys. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. Until next time, we hope our story in some way helps you find the humor, beauty, and truth in your own story. I'm Colin Apshabear, and this has been Bard to Death. There's war and there's nature. What's it for, legislator, when my thoughts are so obscene?